Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Click This fans, want to get closer to the show than ever? Join Click This TV. Click This TV offers early commercial-free access to wrestling's hottest podcast, plus live audience tapings of their show every friggin' week, and your chance to participate with Kevin and Sean in the monthly Nash and Friends watch-along show. Head to clickthistv.com now and get inside the show that's just too sweet. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. Have a uh, a legend has left us. Yeah. Not Nash. There he is. Um, we just got word that uh, Terry Funk has passed. Legend. You know they they do this thing with the with that legend word now, Kev. Like it's become a marketing word in wrestling now. Like anyone who's retired is a legend. Like your figure. You know the. The Duke Drosy figure is a legend's figure. So, I mean, to some maybe, but the word legend really, I think, needs to be reserved for a few, you know, for a, yeah. for an elite crew. It's not just that the WWE made it a designation. Anyone who's done is a legend. You have well, a legend's I, contract. They also did the, the you know, they, they were no longer called the WWE wrestlers, they were, everybody was a WWE superstar. And you know, certainly not everybody is no, a fuck no. superstar. Right. So, but Funk would be one of the ones that you would uh, allow into that group. You would allow that stamp to be put on a, on a Terry Funk. Um, I talked to Terry in about a year ago, uh, in July. 
for the uh, for he wrote, he gave us the foreword uh, for Todd is God, and uh, he was in a facility at the time. So uh, I had to contact him there, and he got back to me and uh, gave gave me everything verbally on tape over the uh, over the phone for the uh, for the forward, which exists. I'm happy that to have gotten that, and then like like for a few days after that, he would call me, and it just seemed like he wanted to talk. Like I worked with him a few times. He probably didn't fucking remember the videos we did together, or that we we produced the roast to him. And, um, yeah, and he would call and just, just little, little bullshit things for like five minutes. And I, I was wondering like, are people seeing him or, uh, you know, I know his wife passed away and, and I think he, that was a, a contributing I was, factor. Oh yeah. I was, I hit him hard. Yeah. But, the, uh, the, the first time I met him was with, with him and his wife in Venice beach. And I'll put it on Instagram today because I, I rarely post anything, you know, when, when one of the boys die, unless they were somebody that was special to me, you know, that, and, uh, I just remember the first time I, I met him and I just kept asking him about Roadhouse and about different, you know, different movies that he was in. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, and like anybody else would be wanting to, 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 to grab a guy like that and get into his head, you know, get, get smartened up. And you know, I I didn't even give a I didn't give a fuck, man. I just you know, I, I just want I wanted to hear I just want to hear his, his, his stories about on set. Well, Terry is Terry's a funny fucking guy. Was a funny guy. If you get him talking, get him rolling about oh, you yeah. outside of it. He took his wrestling very seriously, but but he, and we were drinking sake too. We were we were drinking sake and beers. And it was like, you know, it's as it, it's, it's the day went on, you know, his, his wife was looking across at me and she's like, you know, she said, you know, Terry, she, I think she said Terry's age. Like, in other words, like, you know, that was probably 31, you know. Oh, I, so I, you I, were just starting. This is. Yeah, oh, I could, okay. you know, I could drink all day. Yeah. I, 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 was, I wasn't even, you know, I wasn't even phasing me and. He was starting to get a get a buzz, but he was great. And and I don't think um, I don't think anybody in the business. I don't think you could find anyone in the business to have a bad word to say about Terry. No, the last time the last time I did anything was I did uh, an indie show up in Thunder Bay, and God, I can't remember who I worked against. Um, Ricky Morton. No, I'm going to ask you I, about that later. Bob. I can't remember who I worked against, but he was our special guest referee, and he took the bump. You know, where he catches his feet on the rope before he goes out, mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't catch his feet, and he fucking bashed his. It might have been Tito. I might have been working against Tito. And uh, they're saying it was Hannibal. Who's Hannibal? Okay. Clearly, is it, Han- is it that, was it Hannibal? I mean, I don't know. Is this the match? Is this you coming out right now? I think we're looking at it. Oh, 
look happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> who's Hannibal? Let me see who's who I ever worked against. Oh, Hannibal. Hannibal's the guy um, that sued Abby for giving him uh, hepatitis. And I'm in the ring with him? Nice. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you get your blood, you get your blood work every other day, so you think you would have yeah. known if there was an issue. Okay. Yeah. God, there's piece. To, you just name a mansion, and you can find it in six seconds, right? Yeah. Good house. Well, fuck! Look at the card. You got the, yeah, Hannibal. You, I mean, you got, you got the Funkster. You got, you got a couple. You got the the Legend and a couple of superstars. <laughs> And Nash. So, uh, yeah, all right. That, so, anyway, and I think I was. I think I'm. And I, I'm not kidding you. I, like I brought up during this match. Tell, tell me about Roadhouse, because <laughs> in the in the ring. Yes, yes, yes. Because the, the, oh, the only crazy. way every time I met him, I always would say, "Tell me." So you were in Roadhouse, right? And he fuck you, Nash. What was Swayze like? <laughs> he grabbed a chin lock. What was Swayze like? So what year? What year is this, guys? Eleven, twelve, thirteen. I I thought eleven. I thought I saw eleven somewhere. Is this true? Uh, um, either way. Wonder if, <laughs> if 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 Terry had a a, a fucking uh, a flashback as me with kind of a, a Sam Elliott uh, long gray hair thing going there. I can tell this story now because both of the participants are dead. Um, we So we did the uh, Ring Roasts 2 was the roast of Terry Funk, and um, who was a, a terrible selection because everybody loves Funk so much nobody wanted to make fun of him. So um, I thought it would bring out the best in people to have fun with him, but they just didn't. Whatever. It's a superstar Billy Graham comes, who I'm thrilled to work with. He did a great timeline, and he he did an original oil painting of Terry Funk that he wanted to present on the dais. Now, here's a roast. I want people to make fun of Terry. This fucking guy did an original oil painting of Funk that he's going to present him. And James let everybody know beforehand so everyone could make a really big deal. So I'm there when he's telling Terry this. <laughs> Terry's listening. He's like, oh, he's like, James, can I see it first so I don't laugh when he gives it to me? <laughs> he was so funny, Terry. He was great and uh, and a legend and uh, one of the few that deserve the moniker legend. So Godspeed, Mr. Funk. He did the favor for me and WCW when we had the, uh, Hand the job? match. No, we had the match in uh, Cincinnati. Oh, yes, you sent that yeah. to me today. Yeah, sold out for the commissioner. So got a little color for you there and everything. Yeah, the funker. He was totally selfless. He told me, "I said, we want to do for finish." He says, "Want you to give me that power bomb, but I want you to give it to me. I set up two chairs and give it to me through the chairs." I'm like, no, we don't have to do that, man. We just do it. <laughs> we just do it on the mat. Oh man. <clears throat> Like, all right. Amazing. 
We'll be covering him extensively this Saturday. Actually, no, this is Monday, so it we covered him extensively this past Saturday at the Museum of the Moving Image in New York when Todd Gordon and I hosted the screening of Beyond the Mat featuring Terry Funk. Um, feedback from last week. Rip Rogers Smokey Johnson says, As a fan of the Steelers, I'm really pulling for the Lions this year. Be cautiously optimistic heading into the year, Kevin. I like the culture that Dan Campbell is building. I hope they take the next step. Excuse me. I'm going to vomit all over the mic. Take the next step this year for all Lions fans' sake. You guys deserve it. Aiden Hutchinson is a beast and can be a potential DPOY if all goes as planned. So he's ready. He's ready for your Lions this year. Mark Cafe Brown. Hi, Sean and Kevin. Can you guys do an entire show on road stories? I've heard some, and man, I'd love to hear more. WWE stories of the Click traveling around the U.S. and overseas. See if any members of the Click had a regular girlfriend from each state, like Janetti. No, everyone, practically everyone was married at the time, yeah. right? All you guys were married. How do you, and you're traveling with five guys, but you're, you're triple healing a room. With you. No. Yeah. You guys, what would you guys room when you guys were on the road together? You would get how many rooms? Would you do two a room? Two. Well, we 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 would usually, um, if it was five of us. We'd get early. We'd get two rooms, and then we hopefully adjoining, and then we would get two beds and then a roll away. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. You uh, rentals, you could all ride together. Obviously, five could get in mostly a large van, car. Vans. Oh, oh, right. And mostly we used, we used to come hose wagons, those fifteen seat vans, those big motherfuckers. Oh, so 15, you could the fifteen spread seaters. Out, yeah. Well, just because you had bags and yeah, that way there you had yeah you know, the back seat. The all, the all the way back seat was the sleeping seat. Then the you know. What were you in for the for the car accident we talked about? That was a, that was Illumina, Illumina Chevy, van, Chevy Illumina. Oh. But the van that looked like a fucking uh, looked like the a bullet train. Oh, the, I was yeah, the pointed yeah. front. Yeah, that's Probably why you could easily scoop the car scoop that the, kid, yeah, scoop the on. car and yeah, scoop the car and turn him on his fucking turn him on his uh, his hood. John so. Corpy, Kev is absolutely correct. Most back issues are core issues. After three surgeries, I figured out my core was weak, and once I addressed that, my back pain ceased. I did get a lot of offers to help me with, with back pain uh, after talking about that gimmick I got that I lay on. Anybody offer to ingest you from inside? No, no, that no. was from the from the rear. Uh, no, <laughs> none of those. Um Move that coccyx a little bit. <laughs> Slip your coccyx out. Um, now, I but I, I am a little more limber since using that that gimmick that, ang- that angles the spine. I could do you know the it, arch. You know what, I could do the you, arch you, for cause. You know what it probably is is the fact that you you get on the floor and you actually have to at least do one sit up to get to off, get up to get off the fucker. <laughs> I tell people I, I have for as long as I can remember, I do one sit up every fucking morning when I get up out of my bed. Wife did, my wife has a, a Pilates barrel thing that you can do abs on. And I was sitting there the other day and I was just fucking around on it. 
and she said, can you do 50? And I said, yeah. And she looked at me like, okay. Like, and I said, yeah. So I, I did 50. And she goes, that's, that's, because I mean, it's a barrel. So you got, you know, you just got to stretch all the way over this thing. It's, it's basically what you're, you're on. It's a, it's a roll though. Is is it the roll? No, this, no, this no. is, this is called a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a Pilates and it's, it's made by, you know, whatever his name is, Joseph Pilates, whatever his name is, but it was one of his pieces and it's uh fuck it's really all this shit's heavy duty we've got a a reformer that god i, I can't even move the fucking thing it probably weighs like 500 pounds <clears throat> but we've got like five or six different uh there's a thing called the chair and all these my wife does all that stuff so so she i know she did pilates but she so she does it at home or she goes to a she goes she goes twice she goes twice a week to the studio and then she does usually twice. I'm trying to get her to, to, to do strength training twice a week. To well, this a, is, this is this not strength training Pilates? Not what? the same. Yeah. Not you mean same. you're talking about weight training then? Yes. Why? As opposed to if she's doing this fucking five days a week. I just, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm, I'm an ironhead, man. You are. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24/7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I just, I just believe that, um, I saw a thing the other day and they were, they were talking about something on, on one of the, the, a show I was watching. They said that, you know, if you take a fall when you're 65 or older, it could be the end of you. You know, you break a hip, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm 64, man, <laughs> easy, mother." I'm sitting there going to myself, like, I, 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 I can't even imagine, like, fucking, like, I was taking bumps three years ago, like, fuck you, man, like, I'm not gonna die, I'm not, I'm not. I'll tell you one thing, man, fucking Biden, when he got when he landed in Maui, holy fuck, oh, the, vi- just, the visual. See the fucking guy working that marionette. Jesus, man. Well, God damn it. Joe's what, 80? Fuck, you know what, though? I'm telling you right now, if, if I have anything to do with it, with, with, with his uh, campaign, don't fucking walk him in and let him fucking start reading shit off a piece of paper. God, it was fucking brutal. I can't believe nobody... Tamara and I were just cringing 
And I'm like, what? Like he went off on a tangent where, you know, about his wife uh, and his daughter, uh, his first wife and daughter being killed and how he wasn't sure when he got the phone call whether his boys were okay. And it wasn't until he got there and found out that his boys were okay, which coincided with the, you know, people still uh, missing loved ones in, in Maui. And I'm like, somebody couldn't have put that together for him to where it was like tight. And then as he started to read it and fumble fucked, mm. as soon as he fumble fucked, just tore it up and says, you know what? I know that the $700 that, that you got in FEMA is, is not enough. It's just a start. You got to start somewhere. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to be with you until this is finished. We're, you know, we're going to do it right. You have my word. Boom. And got the fuck out of there. Cause later on he had a lay on and they, I don't know if they fucking gave him some stem cells or a fucking Adderall or a fucking line of Coke or all three, but he seemed to kind of pull it together later on. Yeah. Let some motherfucker fly Biden from- diet. <clears throat> yeah. But there was somebody on, on, on one of our, uh, uh, things that, that, that said something about uh, yeah, maybe you should stop fucking worrying about Trump so much. Worry about who put the cocaine in the West Wing. Like, dude, really? Like, I'm, I'm sure Hunter Biden, you know was was wasn't in, in the in the men's room with a key <laughs> and and also i mean throughout this you could look back at president's kids and have some fun of what they were or became he's not the fucking president so no i i, 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 I care far less and they sit there and they talk about like two two million two million dollars i'm like how about the fucking two billion? That fucking fucking Ivanka's fucking goofy fucking husband fucking took from the Saudis. Like, when when, when are we and when are we going after those fucking guys? You know they. Uh, you mentioned uh, Biden with the the script. Uh, a friend of mine who was in law enforcement. Uh, was his detail was with to be with Clinton when Clinton spoke near us here one time uh, at a 9-11 event when he was president. And um, he's on the side of the stage and uh, his speech writers run over with, you know, the draft that he's going to get up and speak. They hand it to, oh, Mr. President, here. He said he did this. Okay. Handed it back and walked out. Like looked at the names, the numbers, whatever, whatever information he needed to, and then got up and knew enough about what he wanted to say, where he didn't need to read anything, and that's it's just one of those gifts. If you're going into this line of work, for God's sakes, and you're going to speak, you're public speaking every day of your life, however many times, whether it's for the press or or uh, or at events, um, it's a it's it's a skill and it's not a muscle it's it's like a it's an, an innate thing that i guess part of you is born with some of it's got to be memory focus concentration the ability to block everything out and go up and do what you what you're prepared to do I, yeah I absolutely I, you know 
How about uh, Huckabee? Mike Huckabee? No, his his daughter. Oh, oh yes, Sarah. Oh. oh, my God. So you, 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 for you, for you, of, of those out there that haven't got this tidbit yet, but she she goes down as my cracker of the month. She actually is. She's saying if you, if you don't know, she's the governor of uh, fine state of Arkansas, and um, she's basically wanting to stop their them from getting credit for uh, Black History courses uh, towards the graduation. And she's saying that what they're basically doing by teaching uh, black history is they're making the whites hate. Uh, they're just basically it's causing hatred. And um, not that the fact that the Arkansas Nine just so happened to be in Little Rock, it the Central High School in 1957, I believe, when nine black students decided they were going to go to an all-white school and the National Guard had to Mm -hmm. basically walk them uh, in. And, but that, you, you, you can't teach that, you know, because number one, it's in your state and it makes you look like, like shit anyway. And, I'm just curious to when we as a country realize that black history is our history. history. It's U.S. history. There's yeah, U.S. history. Just because the 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 people that are depicted or spoke of are of of a certain heritage, or uh, in this case, they happen to be black. I mean, it doesn't, but they're not allowed to have a, a, a place and, you know, I mean, but then again, so many of those were, were, were able to get some, some, some really fine, uh, skills, life uh, skills. Well, I mean, yeah. Later on in life, blacksmith, because everybody knows that man's origin is, is African. I'm sure they didn't have any kind of, uh, black blacksmith, uh, going on before they were, were taking slaves and and putting boats so yeah you know just but when, when you speak like that and you're that ignorant and you actually got voted into that state it's just like fuck man i'm sorry but biden at this point right now should be spending some of that money that he's you know that he put in uh for a bypass, just the Arkansas bypass. It should be a, a, like some way you can drive over that fucking state. Oh, never I, hit, never actually hit. Never, the yeah, state. just yeah. there's no exits. There's just it's like it's like Massachusetts. They got a couple of those fucking pizza joints and a <laughs> a fucking gas station on the fucking on the, on the freeway or the uh, turnpike. It's in the new. Uh, it's in the infrastructure bill. I think that. I think it might be. But that was a whole thing. There was that. There was a movement in red states um, to limit how much history that made 
uh, the founding fathers or, or an aspect of American history look bad. And, um, you know, there's a totality to every story. And, and it's, I think it's just, let's not be, you know, I learned a very different history. You learned a very different history, probably in public schools in Detroit when you went to school in the, whatever it was, was it sixties? I don't know. But, um, there was the omission. I mean, we learned about Columbus and his friends coming here and uh, having having some dinner with the Indians, uh, and that's where it began and ended in the textbooks. So we can learn the totality of history. Germany's a very good example for how they handle. I mean, was there anything more nefarious in history than the goddamn Holocaust? Um, and uh, they teach it. They own up to it. The uh, the swastika. Is illegal, but but making a strong comeback here. <laughs> no, it's still oh in Germany. Yes, yes, yes. There's yes. That's okay. that's 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 worldwide. They weren't just trying to any. I know people like American culture, and they just weren't watching TV on January sixth and decided that that they were now going to do no, it. This was independent thought. Uh, this is this 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 is a, a situation that's that's uh, anti-Semitic. I mean, it's it's, it's across the globe. Mm. Oh, the oh the the anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but uh, yeah, but so you know, Germany made it uh, policy to make it illegal and uh, and to teach it and own up to it. And I remember when. Uh, I was working for Bankers Trust across the street from the Trade Center, which was an investment bank, and we were bought by Deutsche Bank. And um, there was a whole meeting where, when they were buying us, the, the representatives, whoever the fuck it was that came over for the meeting, was like, we, we have to disclose our entire history. And, you know, they were, they were a bank for Nazi, Nazi. Germany. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're if you're a bank, gold is is in people's yeah. teeth that were in the in the vaults. Yeah, but if, exactly. Though, but if you're if you were a bank in Nazi Germany, and they were the that, that was the Reich, they were in charge. I mean, it's just yeah. So you don't hide from that stuff, you know. But the, you, yeah, you, there's you, a way you, to handle it. Yeah, it was so funny <clears throat> when I went to Detroit, and we were staying at the Pontchartrain Hotel. And a couple of people said to me, like, where did they come up with that name? I said, I said, you, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, because you didn't grow up. I said, there used to be a fort here and Cadillac, like, like this is, was a huge fur trading and Fort Pontchartrain was, you know, that was like the, the, basically D detroit before you know that was that was fort detroit basically but it was it was called fort pontchartrain and i said then in 1902 they built the pontchartrain hotel on top of this then they tore it down they built what we're in now and they're like how do you know that and i said well besides the fact that fucking they had the the history of the hotel right next to the the L the uh elevators i said we had like probably from second third fourth and fifth grade was 
you were taught Michigan history, you know, and then sixth, seventh, you know, you were taught, you were starting to get American. Then by the time you got into high school, you started getting world history. I'm just thinking like, wow, like it's not like shit, shit's not even taught anymore. Like people don't know anything. And my, you know, my wife and I had this discussion, and let me get you. I want to get your your input on this. So, if I um, say the the Arkansas nine, and I bring that up in the discussion, and they say we're not going to talk about that, and I have a phone, and I have a Google, I'm going to find out what the Arkansas nine is. Like you, you, it's you can ban all the books you want, but you, you it, it, you're there's if you want to find information out there you can find information out there so to anybody that's that, that's out there that's that maybe uh, young maybe they they've got uh, racist parents and you know, they're not allowed to have that discussion you can always go in your room and you can look up whatever you want to you can look up black history you can, you can search find- old photos of Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, the was it, Cowboys. Was it high school? Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he in a a high school photo? Uh, I'm gonna find it here. Was it we black for this? No, I thought we covered it here. It was a it was a big to do. Go ahead, continue. I'm gonna find the photo for you. No, I'm just saying that you can. I mean, you can you can always uh, find ways to educate yourselves to 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 the wrongs and rights that that this this world is. Because it's, it's, what's this here? Oh, here's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones trying to. In Arkansas in 1957, as the uh, black students enter North Little Rock High School. Let's pull him up. Is he, is he, he's a part of, but is he. Well, he's just a spectator at this point, I think. Yeah. Boy, you can you can hide from nothing today. <laughs> yeah, but I, no one, no one, no one. Jerry Jones is probably saying, "Well, I'll tell you right now, man, about a about a football team." I'd... Yeah, careful. <laughs> <laughs> There's number one draft pick. There's number seven draft pick. Go, I'll trade for I watched, sixteen I on him. It. I watched the thing last night on SMU football on uh, Thirty for Thirty ESPN. Holy fuck! When they had Dickerson in that group. Mm-hmm. There were guys making fucking a thousand bucks, fucking like, like they were they, they were salary. Payola, the the, uh... I, I, the the worst thing. It's the worst case of pay. It made my experience of, of college athletics uh, like indies. I mean, they were the they were the they were the unbelievable man. Eric Dickerson. I'll check that out. Uh, Eric Dickerson is. They, they showed uh, Dickerson is going to go to either Texas A and M or SMU, and he says he's going to go to A and M. And like the next day, he's got a, a T top gold Trans Am in his front yard. And then they said, "No, no, his his grandma bought him that." And then they went went like when he actually told. Uh, Texas A&M and he wasn't going then he uh, 
he said, you know, now my, my, my grandma got this for me. And then they, uh, SMU came behind and, and, and cleaned up the mess. But to this day, they were talking to Eric Dickerson. He won't say a word. He doesn't. So he doesn't. No. Wow. Because that's, that's like, that's like mob one-on-one. If you never snitch, like right now, like the, I mean, it's like, it's like there should be because now with the with the writer strike, it's like snitchomania. That should be the new game. Who's going to snitch on who first? Mm-hmm. Or Georgia, or Georgia election. Well, Meadows, you know, Meadows, mm-hmm. Meadows, and the other cat both got the, the judge, the federal judge said, "Fuck off." I know they yeah. wanted to. Yeah, they that that, that was that that got vetoed before I came out that, down here. Andre Elegant, basketball used to be way more physical rule changes to help the Bulls against the Pistons and then further rule changes to limit defensive play in response to Pistons and Spurs in the uh, 2000s have made the game all about scoring from the outside, which you talked about last week. Tom Talker 2000, what is Kevin, what is Kevin is a lack of, what it is, Kevin, is a lack of respect for other people. Driving today, people are in their own world, and God forbid if you disrupt that sanctity and bring them back to reality with a small toot of your car horn. It's basically like you're doing them a favor saying, pay attention, or why are you even behind the wheel? And then you get chewed out for it. It's a no-win situation, uh, playing on your discussion of uh, those folks at the red light uh, on their way to the George Strait concert, was it, last week? Fuck, man. Double J, Jeff Jarrett, here with a few of my pals to tell you about the total nonstop savings happening over at SaveWithConrad.com. My name is Chance Ellis, and I'm a top guy from Chalmette, Louisiana. Well, after months, uh, well, actually years at the time of listening to the podcast, I guess I heard the the marketing efforts and I decided to pick up the phone and give them a call and see if they can help me. I wanted to see if I can lower my term and payments. Uh, I got to work with Mr. Larry. It was very, very convenient. He was uh, always there to answer my calls. He would work with me via text, email, just kind of at my own convenience. So it was actually really nice. I got to keep my monthly payment just about the same. However, we cut down 10 years on the life of uh, of the whole mortgage, and I believe it was right around $200,000. So I saved a whole lot. So I'm top guy Chance Ellis. I've saved 10 years off the life of my mortgage and about $200,000 thanks to save with Conrad.com. In my world, it doesn't get any better than five stars. Find out how much money Conrad and his team can save you by strutting over to SaveWithConrad.com. So right now, strut on over to SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! Ringspan says Rob Van Dam looked phenomenal against Jack Perry on AEW Dynamite. I agree. He still got it and then some. Amazing. Sounds like he'll be doing more with Tony Khan, too. Cannot wait. By the way, guys, let's not forget The Godfather. Um, either where weed knowledge is concerned. Was Charles uh, yeah. uh, steeped in cannabis education? Yeah, but I, mean, I think that almost a different vibe 
Like he he never he never was preachy about it. He was just a, a, a you know heavy consumer. Okay, I've I've never heard you know Charles tell me the the, the cannabinoid and blah 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 blah. Like he's well, like, guess what, everybody? You're going to hear some of that tomorrow smoke, night, bitch. Tomorrow night, if you're listening live here on Monday, tomorrow night on Nash and Friends. Uh, available at clickthistv.com. Go sign up because Rob Van Dam is going to sit with Kev and me and go over the old times uh, on Click This TV tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, should be fun. I always enjoyed Rob. Get him to go over that uh, JBL story again for everybody. If anyone didn't catch it, what happens when you destroy Rob Zen in the locker room? I, I would imagine a professional wrestling locker room to be a zenless place anyway. Whether there's a, you know, as Rob said, I'm fucking loud and I'm from Texas and blah, 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 when he did the impression. But I would imagine uh, not to get a lot of zen. If, I, if I'm looking to get into a meditative state, I probably wouldn't hit a professional wrestling locker room. You got to know where to go. In the building, you mean? I, when, when we were so blessed, man, in, in retrospect, because Hogan always had his own locker room, and he always had beer. So, so you we guys just, would go over. Yeah, we just hang out in his room, and he's always laid back. Did Sean have his own spot? Nope. Okay. For some reason, I thought. I thought. Oh, no, we said. We oh started, no, I remember what Tammy told we, me. We started put yeah. We started putting we started putting the the, the click signs up on the doors. Yeah. yeah, and then once 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 two or three, they would open the door and see three of us and be like, "Fuck this! I don't want I don't want to dress here." And then because then the whole thing was like our 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 number one, our, the first offense was okay if somebody comes in here, you know, give it like a minute minute or two, and then we'll just start putting each other over, and. Then, <laughs> Fucking be picking their bags up. Um, Tammy said that Vince would give her and Sean his room when they were hooking up. That's what Tammy said. Um, silence. I I I, I, I wasn't aware of it. Okay. What did I hear today? Somebody I heard somebody telling a story on the internet about. I was looking for stiff ones. I was looking for stiff ones on the internet. And uh, uh, who the fuck was it? They were talking about Scott and was it Giant? Somebody, Scott, they didn't know Scott's sense of humor. So um, uh, when they met Scott, when they were going to be working with him, uh, he, uh, he said something like, uh, Hey, I look forward to kicking out of your finish or something like that. When you that was the Dudleys. Was it the Dudleys? I thought it was. No, it was the Dudleys. We walked. We walked in. It, it's Vince had, had brought us into Sanford, and had, had told us, like, you guys, nobody wants you there. You guys got to be on your best behavior. So we get to L.A. and Scott, like, we sit downstairs. And we have a couple of beers, and then we go up to to Hogan's room, and then we had 
like we just ordered a couple buckets of Coronas and some shrimp cocktails. And we just, the three of us sat up there. We went to bed. Scott got up the next morning and like we had an early morning, uh, like a nine thirty limo to take us to, to Gold's gym to catch workouts. Scott no showed. And he, you know, he didn't answer his door. So I said, all right. We came back and now it's like, you know, it's, it's, we got to, they want us there by one thirty. It's like 1145 and we're at the Staples and all we got to do is go in and, uh, have the, uh, the computer, uh, generated, uh, images done of our, of our faces. So you sit in a room and you, you circle around in this machine it was for, for new figures, new merchandise. I'm calling Scott, calling Scott, calling Scott, and Evan Courageous from Three Count, who's, I don't know what he's doing out in L.A., but he's with Scott. And I, he's like, no, I got Scott with me. He's, he, he's pretty summed up. I'm like, oh, fuck. So we go back over to Venice, pick him up, and we take him in the building, and, and, and Hulk was pouring coffee down his throat. And uh, we went right into uh, catering to get some food in him. And then as we're walking out of catering, there's the Dudleys are walking towards us. And it's like, and the Dudleys are kind of in the uh, the area where the, the trucks would back up. So it's like a large area where a bunch of the boys are kind of, you know, m- m- milling around. And Scott goes, whoa, the Dudley boys. He goes, man, I love your finish. And they're both like, wow, wow, thank you. He goes, can't wait to kick out of it. And like, like you could just see 10 dudes just like, I was like, oh, nice opening volley. Of course, I get called into Vince's office and get screamed at. I told you to. Because of that? Yeah. You didn't even say it. Oh, I know, but I I was told, like, you know. You're the babysitter. Yeah, and I said, fuck, I said, and I told him, I've told him that a thousand times. I'm like, dude, he's a vampire. He doesn't need to sleep. Like, he's not going to go to the gym. I have to sleep. I got to go to the gym. I can't be up. Like, I, I have to get six, 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 seven hours sleep to get to the gym in the fucking every day. It's like. It's great. We can tell Scott stories all day. Well, I, I, I wish the fuck they would. I, I will pay. Um, I'll, I'll give $10,000 towards your uh, legal. Uh, defense scott hall if you'll change your name oh in in georgia in this georgia thing i'm so so fucking tired of hearing scott hall scott hall in a negative connotation every time they always bring up the grid of of like the 10 and 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 it's it's but it's and it's blacked out there has that right i did see one with i saw one today today. it was was blacked out but i did see one that was blacked out. like fuck man are they trying to really put some fucking heat on my bro can't even die to escape afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls how to refine your mental models and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. But can you? Listen, I, another thing I saw today, in addition to the fact that Scott Hall is under indictment. No, but that, I mean, it, it, seriously, every time they say Scott Hall, it's like jarring to me. Oh, I, yeah. it's, you know, it's like, fuck. It'd be like them saying my, my son's name. It's just like, Jesus, man. Like, fuck, really? Well, it's, you know, when you think Scott, common name. Hall, probably common last name. But I've, I don't hear them together ever. I rarely root. Them. I rarely root for somebody to get the fucking Jack Ruby, but fucking I, I do this guy. <laughs> He's kidding. He's kidding. Um, it's just a fucking free drink at the fucking strip club, and and and. Oh, that Jack Ruby. Yeah, yeah. that Jack okay. Ruby. Why? Gotcha. What were you thinking? <laughs> I, 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 already got, I already got one thing in the mail from the Department of Justice. Um, there he is. Looking, looking a little like maybe the love child of Sean Morley, uh, and Val Venus, and maybe <laughs> Kevin Kelly, maybe a little Woody Harrelson in there, and uh, the very high forehead, the big, the big Herman Munster, Fred Gwynn uh, forehead. There's a smorgasbord of uh, of those seminal fluids. I think he looks a lot like George C. Scott. <laughs> There's a little bit of uh, what's his name in there too, uh, Road Dog. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Road Dog and Val Venus. Okay, Kev, I want to go back to that to another time with you for one second here. I came across this. I had no knowledge of this, and on classic wrestling, I f- I feel myself to be fairly well steeped, certainly more so than the contemporary product, which I'm reminded by fans of all the time i'll be the first to tell you but i want i want to play a little clip here that i found about ricky morton talking about an angle he worked with you on indies here this is this is ricky morton talking about something that happened years ago i don't know 2010 2011 something like that so here that's why i referenced ricky morton before by the way so what the hell is he talking about go ahead play it I'm out on the independent circuit, not making a fucking dime. You hear me? Mm. So I, uh, I did an interview like we're doing now. And then somebody asked me about Kevin Ash and an incident, but see the incident was a work too. And I, you know, I called him a cocksucker. I called him a motherfucker. I called him the shits and boom went through this whole thing but when the interview was over robert gibson goes what did you say that for i said robert watch one day he will bite on it you hear me kevin now if kevin's smart to our business he knows i don't mean shit about that the same thing we was talking about Ke- uh jimmy Cornette earlier if you're smart to the business you know that's just what they do, you know, Jimmy Cornette probably makes 50 grand a month off his damn podcast. He's got all these sponsors and stuff. Hell, I'll be on there stirring up shit too. But then, uh, I'm on the independent circuit. So what happens? 
Kevin Nash bites. Now we got all these interviews with Kevin Nash is coming, you know, seven foot seven, uh, all man. You understand what I'm saying? Here I am, this little son of a bitch, but I'm fighting for the righteous of the independent worker. You're the guy that did this shit right here. Listen to me. This is an independent show. At that time, it was the biggest fucking crowd they ever had. You hear me? Mm-hmm. This son of a bitch was sold out a big old building. It was on pay-per-view. All right. I made what I got guaranteed. That's the biggest payoff I ever had in my life. I think I got paid like four grand for that, that son of a bitch. And then I got paid three grand off the pay-per-view money. You see what I'm saying? That's a $7,000 house. Now, every- so you end up having a match with him. So what happened Off was of an interview. So he, he, he cut, he cut the promo and I didn't, I didn't have Ricky's phone number, but years ago, uh, and, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It was I, I, one of the reasons I think I, I referenced Pikeville, Kentucky so much is it was snowing and there was a few of us that got to the building. I was one of them and Ricky Morton was one of them. So fucking uh, Barry Wyndham, who was, uh, he was uh, working, but he was also office. He said, can, can you, you know, Ricky, can you go out there with, with Nash and, and give me you know, like 20 minutes? And I'm thinking, don't ask Ricky, man. Cause fuck, like, you need to ask me. I'm the one that, you know, I'm thinking, fuck, man, I, I haven't went past 10 minutes in my career. I've only been in the business maybe three months. Like, actually, you know, on the road working. So uh, Ricky says, you know, he says, man, he says, just don't rush me. He says, let me sell. He says, you know, and we went out there and we put 20 minutes in and it was just like, I thought, fuck. Like, that's okay. Like, I, I mean, I learned... I, it's one of those things where 20 minutes with Ricky in the ring was six months of, of me just learning on my own, what I learned in the ring that night. And you never forget the guys that, you know, that, that, that smarten you up, mm. especially the ones that give you their, their body when you're, you know, as, as Rob would say, a little, little stiff, little snug. And, uh, so I, I, somebody told me about it. Somebody told me about it. And I've never been a big, you know, I was never a big internet guy or anything else. I'm still not, you know. And, uh, That's true. yeah, I just, and so I saw it. So I said, man, so I said, I got somebody gave me his, his phone number and I called him. And I said, what, I said, what, I said, what's, what's, the, what's the deal, man? Like, you know. He said, well, I got this promoter guy and he don't think, and you know, Ricky basically said like, we were going to work this guy together. So. But he doesn't tell you till after you call him. So he completely goes into business for himself. Right. Cutting a promo on you on a shoot interview somewhere. Right. But so then he's so, but he knew if, because he got the response that he wanted. Because I thought he was shooting. I'm thinking, what the? F- what did I ever do to this motherfucker? So, and I was hot. 
but at the same time, I'm just like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to Ricky before I, you know, and he says, so we, 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 I talk, I called this, the, the guy that, that, that put the, 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 the interview out. And I said, man, I said, I, I got a promo for that little prick. So we cut it and it was like by a barn and, you know, I basically said, you know, like, fuck you, you loser, you know. I said, you never made any money, blah, 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 blah. And uh, is that my pro? Is that my promo? Is this the promo? <laughs> Nash responding to Ricky Morton. Do we have it? We you know, play? maybe 20 years ago in Pikeville, Kentucky, I wrestled you. You probably don't remember. You were a star then. Not the crackhead you turned out to be. Well, you know, there's a saying. A little stiff. Be kind <laughs> of those you pass on the way up. There's a real good chance you'll pass them on the way down. Well, I'm still at the top of my game and have been for over 20 years. You, on the other hand, what have you been doing in the last 10 years? Not wrestling washing dishes, selling your possessions, being pathetic. So you decide to run a tirade on YouTube. You decide to tell everybody that you hate Kevin Nash. Ricky Morton, you don't know Kevin Nash. You might have read something about him. Maybe even on the ever so interesting and correct internet. Maybe you looked me up on Wikipedia and saw the facts. Props for knowing Wikipedia back then, bro. Oh, yeah. But finally, you'll get closure, and I'll get closure. Because the match that we have on October the 15th, while the rest of the world cringes and waits for 12, 21, 12, 10, 15, 11, you don't really have to worry about anything else because pretty much... It's all over for you. Good God. We don't need the match. No. Oh, this is the contract signing. Yeah. Jesus oh. Christ. A whole full-fledged angle. Dude. This is like Putski and Ventura. We did. 1984. We, I, I don't know what the was house was. Was there an arm was. wrestling contest? I don't know what the house was, but the, I, I swear it was like 8,000 people. What do you remember? Well, his payoff was was clearly seven grand. Do you remember yours? Shit, I got I got paid. I got paid, and they and they put me in a a private jet and flew me to Buffalo to do RAW or whatever I was gonna. What? And the thing is, is I just you're not. I think we did it in Virginia, and you're not allowed to get color there. And I expose the turnbuckle and give them like five or six snake eyes and he just juices to his boots hard way or, or he bladed i bladed oh, right. and uh but th the ruling is that you know, we we both said you know that he uh that he um now who's the busted. referee the electrician uh for the night uh, right there i'm looking at a gentleman that maybe was maybe turned on the power in the building S somebody somebody that wasn't getting paid and uh i think he's bleeding here 
Uh, yeah, he, yeah, I saw a little blood. Oh, there you go. And um, so they wanted to find us. We talked him out of it. But I, I, I left him in the ring, and, and we did a count out. So he, he ended up going over on a count out. So I, 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 you know, I never, I didn't beat him. And uh, no real, no real finish after all that. The signing, and they, you couldn't give us a pinfall. Shit, brother! I gave him the Hulk Hogan, brother. We got their money. Well, no, but we, I mean, we, it was a pay per view, and this is a whole aspect of wrestling I, I had no idea existed. Oh, it's changed a lot my entire belief system. But it was that old school, like you know, like. And Ricky said it, it'll still work, and I thought, you know what, man? Like, I'll give it a shot. And was this it? Did, was there a was there a follow up? Was there was, did this turn into a six man uh, angle? Or no. That was it. This was one one shot. I want to think that me and Sean worked, maybe worked him and Robert in a tag somewhere, and then the guy did the the guy didn't the fucking. Uh, promoter didn't pay us. Like he, he shorted me and Sean. I think he screwed these guys, but he shorted us. A different promoter than this one, though. You're saying? Yeah, I was. Or was guy. it this guy? Oh, same guy. Same guy. Oh yeah. I guess the pay per view receipts weren't what he. Uh, what he I guess when he got the he got the bill for the for the the private the private plane the private the, plane uh, and the six bottles of Camus and uh, and a Dom Perignon. Oops. And the fine for the blade job. All right, so well, that now you're smarting me up there, and I'm going to smarten everybody else up here. And I'm going to I'm going to tell our audience: Did you know that the temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets, inspired by NASA. Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. So important. Self-cooling properties for better quality sleep. That's the philosophy. Using silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA, their sheets are thermoregulating, okay, designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So you get better sleep every night. They're self-cleaning. This is amazing. Self-cleaning. The sheets are infused with silver, that prevent up to 99.7, don't forget the 0.7, percent of bacterial growth, leaving them uh, cleaner and fresher three times longer than other sheets. So no more gross odors or germs on sheets. Three times longer without having to throw them in the wash. Plus, they're luxurious, they're comfortable, great quality. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than the bed sheets by some five-star hotels. Okay, listen, stop sleeping on bacteria. I tell people this all the time. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. So you're going to go to trymiracle.com slash heaven. Okay, trymiracle.com slash Kevin to try Miracle Made Sheets today, whether you're buying them for yourself or a gift for a loved one. If you order today, you can save over 40 percent and if you use the promo code kevin at checkout you're going to get three free towels and save an extra 20 percent this is mind-blowing 
They are so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you're going to get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. I have them. I use them. I sleep on them. I have the dark gray um, uh, Tamara just Tamara just got a new a new set like a week ago. They are phenomenal. Like they're heavy as shit when they're in a box. And they come. They come. To, they're heavy, man. You get that king. You get that king bed uh, box. Yep. Uh, go to trymiracle.com slash Kevin. Use the code Kevin to claim your free three piece towel set and save over forty percent off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Kevin to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Um, Elon Musk, our old friend, we haven't mentioned him in a while, you know, as you know. Somebody told me that he, t- he was taking the block off of Twitter. That's exactly what I was going to tell you. Ah. This is going to upend a lot of people's game because, uh, first of all, I don't, I couldn't understand why. I'm like, oh, is he just being contrarian to anything the original Twitter had? He's going to change. Then I found an article on Slate, which um, said that uh, he this was born out of. Uh, here, I'm going to read the exact quote. It's reasonable to quote from Slate. I uh, it's reasonable to think his motivations are more specific. Musk seems to have become aware by the week of this year's Super Bowl that one of the most commonly blocked users of his own website was who. Him. <laughs> then, Platformer reported that it deeply bothered Musk when Joe Biden, who was president of the United States, got more impressions for a banal football tweet than Musk did for his own. Musk reportedly uh, was determined that one of the reasons uh, for this grievous lack of reach of his own tweet was so many people, uh, no, no, excuse me, uh, for his. Grievous lack of reach was that Twitter's recommendation algorithm was penalizing him unfairly over the number of users that had blocked his account, thereby shielding themselves from seeing Musk's posts. So because he had been blocked by so many people, the block function will now be removed. Now, um, James Woods, the actor, I always admired him as an actor, a, a bit kooky politically. but um, A bit? He's got, <laughs> he's come out and uh, waged war over this, telling um, telling Musk that um, called him a greedy capitalist, and uh, it said his his uh, his vow to do away with the block button would uh, would make the site untenable for public figures such as himself. Quote Woods says. In the midst of a libel, in the midst of a libel suit, I was targeted by thirty trolls. Uh, the defendant enlisted to harass me. X will be untenable for people like me who are willing to share their identities. If he does this, I will have no choice but to retire from the site. To which Musk simply tweeted, "Um, where is his tweet? I want to get it exact. Delete your account." What do you think? Uh, again, it's like I, I used to. I, I used to. Um, I guess I do block people because I, I I don't respond to people. 
I just, if they're, if they're really ignorant, I just block them. But a lot of times I'll just, it won't be anything that has anything to do with me. I'll just be reading a, a, a stream or something like that. And then somebody will come along and have some just whack job uh, idea. Mm-hmm. And I just say, well, I just don't need this person in my life. And I block them. So. But losing the ability to do that, I think, is going to make for a much more unpleasant experience for many people on who do block just to to keep garbage or negativity off their feed. But then people who are directly attacked, like people like you, James Woods, apparently. I, I think I, I put a negative uh, tweet out today. It was like well, the first time I can think of it in probably five months. And somebody said, uh, I don't know if it was, I, I know Dean, Dean Kane was, was involved in the, um, in the, in the, in the tweet. I don't know if he liked it or, but he's, he's very right. And, um, mm-hmm. he was saying something like with, you know, Biden giving everybody seven hundred dollars and 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 Maui. How how could anybody on that island vote for him? I said, well, at least he gave it to him. I said, if he, Trump would give the seven hundred dollars to his legal fee, that was my Dean didn't Dean didn't like that, did he? I didn't. I don't look. I don't. I don't. Wow. I, don't I don't. I don't look if I charge anybody. I just you know. Usually, I'm taking a I'm taking a, a, a deuce. And I just like I tell Tammy that all the time. She goes, you know, perfect said, place to go on Twitter, by the way, too. Twitter or Instagram? Yeah, that's it. Check that's, your accounts. Yeah, check your accounts. Check your check your your uh, emails in the morning. Check your emails at noon. Then after that, fuck it, man. I'm done. James Woods is supposed to have a massive hose, isn't he? I've never been in the fucking Turkish bathhouse with him. Never, never, never did the, never did the meat gaze at the urinal with a. Nah. I think historically, I think someone might have come out. An old partner, his maybe Sean Young. I think they were together for a while. She might have said it. Maybe they did that mind. really good movie where they were both fucking got hooked on coke. They were like in Hollywood or in L.A. Um, God, it was good. I think, I think I saw it. I think this is ringing a bell. Yeah, yeah he. Um, He's a brilliant actor. Oh, he's so good. It's a shame he's such one a good like, One of my favorite movies of all time is Against All Odds, and he's great in that. Yeah. Always plays a scumbag, though, right? He's always got kind of that that thing. That, that uh, you Steve, what was it. the movie he did with, with Young? Yeah, check that out. And then confirm whether he's hung like an elk. Okay, Wesley confirming he does have a historically he does historically have a huge one. What does that do for you though? For me, nothing. No, I, uh, I unless just, I'm James it, Woods. It, yeah. I mean, after after eight inches. It, now, now you got to see. see You're so, only so, using half, right? Yeah. So I. Yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. I don't think it's. I think it becomes a conversation piece at dinner. You know when you. Meet somebody for the first time. Once upon a time in America, Steve is saying. So. I'm feeling it's not that. I don't know. We'll get we'll get confirmation of the film at some point. We already got confirmation of the size of his rope. 
Well, He's right up it. there. Milton Berle, Huey Lewis. Uh, the actress was Sean Young that we're trying to put him with. Listeners driving to work are screaming the title. I don't think it was The, the Boost. Title. That's Was it. it The Boost? Yeah. yeah okay. That's it. That was it. That. Yeah. I'm going to greatly miss the block button if it goes away. Let me just but, say. But back to the giant hose. Back to the giant hose. So you got a a, a, a 42-foot RV, and you've got a 35-foot garage. Garage. So you can't shut the door. You, like, I mean, no, no matter what, it's, it's not like anybody's tucking their balls in with a popsicle stick so or a tongue depressor. So just trivia. It's just trivia. Maybe. I mean, if it's too, if it's if it's as as fat as a can of soup, ain't nobody gonna be able to put put it in their mouth. It's I don't get it. Um, Unless well, you I fucking want to throw it at your buddy and he catches it, and you guys do the fucking. Party games, caps. yeah. <laughs> to the top. Who's up Find first? Yeah, the the wiffle ball get bat. The, get that big string. Yeah, you got to get the thumb across the top. Um, you know, uh, I know you were concerned earlier today when I, uh, when the news broke of about Terry Funk. I know you initially thought maybe he was on the plane with. Our friend Yegevni, we, we talked about from Wagner. But, and, and now that's that's kind of up in the air, whether or not he was. was well, I have to, I'm looking for. All right. So here's what happened. So the report comes across that the plane goes down and he's on it. And this is the cat for you guys that aren't familiar right. with the name is the guy that was with the Wagner group that decided while he was driving. <laughs> Driving west into in, into the uh, Ukraine, he would take a a very hard fucking right and drive north to Moscow. <laughs> yeah, pro, so, uh, you give any progazin? I'm probably mispronouncing that. Bug around here. Um, I'm probably mispronouncing that, but uh, I think it was Belarus that he uh, exiled himself to to get out of Russia um, after the. Uh, coup uh attempted uprising and we kind of put him on the clock <laughs> upon doing that story well I mean, it was well today was two months to the day that he made the the, the drive to moscow that so is I, I don't think i don't think that's a if he's not dead that's an awful awful coincidence uh, all the so way we around. thought we you know we saw these reports and um all the reports are from russian aviation from the russian aviation agency so and then kevin told me he was talking to waltman and xpox said he heard that might be a work i th I just said oh well every wrestler thinks everything's a work so the, but i'm looking i'm still looking and this is again still new news it's today this happened and i still cannot find anything other than the russian aviation aviation agency doing this there are no reports but you also, I mean, else. there's, I mean, the, they they showed a picture of the of the plane. It was a small plane too. Ten uh, ten people, right? Yeah, it's you know, it's a fucking uh, an uh, what are those MRs, whatever they're, and it was. Um, but I mean, it's just there's nothing there. It's just it's it's everything's burnt up. So it, 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 it would in order for them to to get uh, DNA would take them more than, you know, what the time that they've 
been allowed so far to uh, to we'll recover. be collecting this our our, our medical yeah, team you're, in in Russia. Well, you're going to have ten different bodies. I mean, I think you had a, a a crew. I think you had two stewardess, maybe six of the Wagner group. Let me ask you a question though. What's the fucking plane doing over Moscow? Apparently getting shot the fuck down. <laughs> you get out of there. You're exiled. You're allowed to exile elsewhere. Then you get in a plane, you fly over Moscow. It's This is my whole thing. Putin is the fucking richest guy on the planet. I mean, they say that he's worth $800 billion. That's a like lot that's, of signings. That's a lot of Comic-Cons. Fuck you, yeah. So if you, <clears throat> man, that's, a, that's a person you don't, and he's KGB. Like, you don't, that's not a guy that you, I wouldn't fucking rib him. I wouldn't fucking say anything negative about Putin. Like, he'll paint the fucking, he'll paint every fucking bench in your hometown with poison in case you just happen to sit down and it doesn't care if 53,000 other motherfuckers die, he will get you like, fuck like this dude fucking driving, driving to, to, to Moscow in a fucking BMP was not probably the, 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 the smartest move he's done in his life. All right, so we have two media sources. We have the Russian Aviation Agency saying it was shot down, and we have Sean Waltman saying that it may have been a work. So we're going to keep our finger on the pulse of I'm both, going with Walt, I'm going both with of Waltman. those sources. I'm going with Waltman because he, he called the UFO thing way before everybody else. Uh, listen, our friends at Blue Chew are here again this week, yes. Kevin. And uh, if we're going to talk about sex, we're going to have to talk about Blue Chew, okay? I think we got a special edition tonight. A special edition. And we've put the challenge. Well, first of all, there you go. There is Blue Chew. And if you are not watching this, you are seeing some, um, you're seeing their, their commercial. Uh, chew it and do it. As some of the lovely ladies of the Blue Chew sponsorship core are holding the packages very like closely of, to their chest. Looks like a couple of bars of soap and a fucking uh, tube sock there. Unbelievable. Well done. Um, guys, you remember the days when you're always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. It's BlueChew.com. Everyone knows BlueChew. We've brought BlueChew to the mainstream, and uh, they are the unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets, a fraction of the cost. Take them any day or night so you can plan ahead, be ready. Can we just keep that on a loop maybe right where we are? I don't need the big guy, the uh, uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot sitting on the couch there. I'll, we can keep this up. Um, the process is simple for this, guys. Go to bluechew.com, just sign up, consult with where one of their uh, licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. It's all done online, guys. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Um, it works. And Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. So discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And best of all, we've got a special deal for you. 
try blue chew free when you use the promo code nash at checkout just pay five dollars for shipping that's bluechew.com the lady in the picture there and her two friends attached to her chest don't come with um the pills but um hey you never know you might run into her in the mall and if you're if you're uh, blue chewed up you'll be ready to rock use the promo code nash receive your first month free visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information we thank blue chew for sponsoring the stiff one of the week now the great thing about Blue Chew now, it, Kev, we put it to the test. We said, can it work despite intense visual interference, which might work counter to an erection? And Kev, you found an image of Rudy Giuliani, which we thought might uh, might suffice, might get any yeah, this, raging bone. Yes, boner to head south. If, if you if, if you have the Rick Rude where you you, you can't get your 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 cock down, you've got to actually go to the ER and have them drain blood out of it. Fucking Giuliani and, and Shaq's fucking in Shaq's golf shorts. I thought this was a scene from Batman Returns with like, the penguin, but no, this is Giuliani on the golf course. This is Giuliani saying, fuck you, Danny DeVito. I'm in way worse shape than you are. <laughs> Unbelievable. But you know what? What a fucking Blue troll. Chew was not. Uh, was was not uh, sunk by that attempt. So bluetooth.com, guys. Uh, this stiff one, it's very short, very pithy, very precise. Jonah Hill, an actor I find uh, very amusing. Uh, I guess he was doing one of those junkets for an upcoming movie, and uh, the reporter uh, had uh, was uh, was asking too many similar questions and I guess not flattering ones, as previous reported. So this is Jonah Hill having had a little too much of the press junket that day. Because I'm fucking on Atkins, I've been eating shit all day, because every fucking reporter comes in here and asks me what it's like to be fucking unattractive, and I want to fucking sit here and fucking kill you right now. I, I literally, my dream right now is to get out of this chair and fucking knock your teeth out of your head. Okay, well, um... No, fuck you. No, fuck you. Jonah, fucking... That's it. But I mean, what more can you say? I could see you. I could see you on a long afternoon. Oh, I, I, remember, we, I remember we were doing uh, the press junket for the, the second Magic Mike, and we're sitting in the room. And it's uh, it's Joe, Adam, and myself. And uh, this lady comes in, and it's form press. And she says, So, how was it? Uh, joining the group for the second film i said well i was actually in the first one she said oh you were i said yeah i said i did that uh, that dance uh which was a a tribute to claude rains she says i'm quite sure i saw it and i said that's the that's the joke i said he played the invisible man she just looked at me and like the other guys look at me like, dude, like, this is the form. Like, you can't fuck with these people. I'm like, oh, I can. I've been drinking all day. I'm fucking smashed. Fucking Moxley's wife came in to do it. You could, I never have talked to her, but Moxley's wife came in. I was bombed. I was drinking fucking, they, they said, because I, I they, they put out, uh, 
Entertainment Weekly, and we were all supposed to be on the cover, and, and they took me and Adam off of it. And I said, you know what, man? If, I, if I'm not good enough to fucking be on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, it's one of the five dancers. You guys, I'm not good of, enough to be sober for your interviews. A, absolutely not. And then they said, we're, you know, who's going to the junket in Europe? I said, not me. And the lady says, you don't want to go to London? I said, bitch, I fucking, I said, I've wrestled in Royal Albert Hall. I said, I don't need to go to London. I don't need to do shit. You know, it's like, fuck you. Yeah, those junkets are brutal for anyone that doesn't know. It's, you set up in a room, usually like a hotel suite, and they just march in. It's all day long. at 20, 30 oh, crews. Oh, it's two fucking days. Oh, both two days. Okay, yeah. And uh, they just march hell. in press all day, all asking largely the same questions. Then you, go into the, then you go into the big room, which is like an auditorium, and they fucking grill you. And they were, they, then they were grilling me about steroids. On Magic I, Mike? I mean, yeah. at the Magic Mike uh, press Yeah, they were, they were grilling me on, on steroids. I said, I said, no. I said, but I'm on TRT. And the guy said, what's the difference? I said, well, like, if, if you took TRT, I said, you wouldn't look like the bag of shit you do. And I went on to tell, like, different people, like, you know, just just different facts. The one, the one fact that I always say is if... You know, they say, well, what you're going to have, it's going to give you prostate cancer. I tell people, so when the Renee Young interview is on Peacock, as Steve says, God, that should be, see if you can find that fucker, Steve. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm looped. That's late. That's about four o'clock in the afternoon, second day. But, um, there's a there was a lady in a wheelchair that's been doing those press things for forever, and she said, you know, she says I've never quite seen anybody not give a fuck. Besides, she says maybe Clooney the first time he got up here. And I said, well, I'm a good company. Then she goes, oh yeah. She says you laid it, you laid it on him, man. I said, fuck you. What's the re- what? What are the studio representatives' responses or reactions when you get off after you've handed the press? curveball a foul ball, oh they, they, ball. number one you're you're not they, they know i'm i'm not a fucking hollywood guy and all these motherfuckers that sit out there and they say you know oh yeah you're fucking you're you're you know you're hard fucking left because you got i'm not fucking i am not in any form or fashion in that ever ever looked at in that that i I'm a the fucking, Hollywood elite crowd. You're talking yeah, about the yeah, yeah. Hollywood lefty kind of yeah. comments. My fucking like the, if you if you could pick like I think I'd rather fucking uh, work uh, five days of hard labor than go to the Oscars. Like not my gig. Yeah, I hate. I've been to two premieres in my career. Magic Mike. Three. I've been to three. The two Magic, two Magic Mikes, Mikes and the Punisher. But the Punisher, I just walked the red the red carpet. I walked the red carpet, got to the end of it, got in a, a limo, and they took me to Jimmy Kimmel. And I did the Kimmel show while the, the, they, they watched the movie. Yeah. So. I was accidentally on uh, a red carpet at a premiere uh, for... 
Everybody's Hero, I think it was called. I don't know if I talked about this on air. It was an animated film uh, about uh, Babe Ruth's baseball bat. And uh, so I did some voices in it. So my wife and I go to the, I just get invited to the screening. I don't know what's coming. So cab drops us off by a side door and uh, give our name. They're like, okay, so just now step this way. And they direct us to the the red carpet, which is actually green carpet turf for the, for the baseball. So we're in line. And in front of us is one of the stars, Raven Simone. And uh, behind us is is Brian Dennehy, who's and kind of in line. You know how it goes. You're waiting to go out, and they give you. And on one side uh, is the the step and repeat with the logos, and then the other side are like police barricades with all the press. And there's little signs with like Entertainment Tonight, Access Hollywood, little papers taped for which camera and which reporter is. So Raven goes out. The camera, you know, the flashes go off. They call her over. She steps to each of the things. Then we get a go from somebody, Kevin, this is wonderful for my ego, every camera light gets turned off, the cameras get turned down, the, the producers turn and confer, they're preparing for the next star that comes out, changing batteries in the microphone, I'm walking through life, I said, no one at all is looking at us, this is absolutely phenomenal. I wanted to run over and just punch the woman from Access Hollywood in the face just so all the cameras would go on and I would be caught on tape doing something that night. Right. I walked the whole thing. Once I was about three quarters through, everyone turned, turned the lights on. Brian then he stepped out and that was that. That was tremendous. All right, Florida man and Jersey guy. Everyone's favorite game. Kevin, your your record is impeccable. Um, I'm going to say something real quick. Steve, can we... can? You share that with me after we we get off the air. I don't know. Uh, yes. Okay. Cool. So there you go. Thank you. All right, Florida man, Jersey guy. Two headlines. Uh, I decided for this one. Someone actually sent a tweet or a comment in in one of the socials and said, "You you don't do any Florida women," and I feel like we have at one point. But so here for this one, I decided to do uh, a Florida, Florida girl person. Oh, Florida, okay. no, no, Florida woman, uh, Jersey chick. And uh, so this is the all-female edition here, and we'll see how you fare with this. First headline, 29-year-old woman arrested after enrolling at high school and posing as a freshman. And woman sues Kraft Heinz for $5 million, saying mac and cheese preparation time is misleading. First one, 29-year-old woman arrested after enrolling at high school, posing as a freshman, and a woman sues Kraft Heinz for $5 million, saying they're mac and cheese preparation time. I'm going to go with the, the, the mac and cheese as the New Jersey because, no, hold on. Mac and... I'm going to go mac and cheese as the Florida because nobody... That's twenty nine years old, let alone thirteen, goes to wants school. to go to school in Florida. Florida. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Um, so we go to CBS News for the first one. Um, yeah, a woman was apprehended in northern New Jersey this week after allegedly using a forged birth certificate to enroll at a local high school. The woman, identified as Hei Zhang Shin, faces a single third degree charge for providing a false government document. Uh, with intent to verify age or identity. So, and then uh, down to Florida for the uh, the big craft lawsuit. Apparently, 
preparation time was a big issue for uh, Amanda Ramirez, listed as the main plaintiff. This is a class action suit, so she has uh, arranged some others, I guess, looking for the $5 million settlement from... uh, because she uh, she claims they misled the public about the time it takes to prepare prepare Velveeta micro microwavable mac and cheese. <sighs> Ready in three and a half minutes is printed on the box, and um, she says that uh, Kraft violated federal law by saying that the Velveeta shells and cheese take three and a half minutes. She says it takes much more time. Now, forgetting of course that microwaves all different. Are all different. Right, especially in, if you don't turn the microwave on. Right. Yeah. She's still waiting. <laughs> Actually, the bitch is still waiting. Is the problem. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Listen, something that's going to be fun this year, Kev. I'm looking forward to this. This football season. You know that I I go through a big withdrawal when football's over, and uh, we all enjoyed DraftKings last year and talking yes. about our bets and uh, your lines did very well covering, even though they were losing, they were still uh, covering the spread. Um, this year we are going to participate in a contest against all the other shows that advertise DraftKings on this network. We're going to pick three games every week, college or pro, and we're going to register them with DraftKings, and they're going to chart our our progress and our rankings and standings throughout the football season, and it culminates at the end of the regular football season to see which show uh, dominates the DraftKings football contents contest. And when next week we're going to do our first we're going to do our first pick right here live on the air for DraftKings. Let me tell everybody. Now, now do they have, does DraftKings give us the, our our choices or do we No, we can pick uh, we can pick any game. Any I think game. Okay. Yeah, for the line they're using the ESPN line. Okay. It's the instructions I was given. So go to ESPN to check the lines when we make our picks live on the air next week. College football fans, listen, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. I love college football. Your team can go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Okay, changes come fast, and the only thing that's a lock is this great offer from DraftKings Sportsbook. It's amazing. Uh, life's more fun when you're in on the action. You got a little action on the game. Always. It's much more fun to watch. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code TKNP, the Kevin Nash podcast. TKNP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you just bet 5 bucks on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code TKNP. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling uh, by calling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts. 21 plus age varies by Jewish jurisdiction void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Um, 
Brian Gewertz um, read a quote from him today, which I had to drill into further because my interest was piqued because I had no idea that today's product is garnering more attention than the Attitude Era. Better buzz, Steve is pointing out there that I should say. Better buzz. But the examples, he goes, let me read his exact quote so I don't paraphrase. Uh, zoom in for me there, uh, Steve-O. It says, um, obviously the money it's bringing in through rights deals to television shows, it's benefited from the fact that even though viewing is just so much more segmented now, WWE, like most live sports, is a show that you need to watch live. And not just in terms of television and rights fees, but in live events, two nights like WrestleMania, everything they ever that's everything they ever wanted when I was there, and now it's a reality. So that's so out of touch. Was there a time where oh wait, there's another sentence. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna say that's out of touch. He says, so he goes to WrestleMania, which was I mean, anybody that was there. There were people that had never seen pro wrestling before that were Hollywood people that thought like, oh my God, this is the second coming. Like they just thought that it was unbelievable. So if that, so you have to go to live events, but we have, we, we just did very limited research since, since this came out today, but they barely do live events. Right. You know, so I mean, you ha if you have to see this live, and we asked our our uh, eleven soft crew, has anybody been to a, a house show? They all said no. So it's like if you have to see this live, you can't you can't say you have to see this live at a WrestleMania. It's like no, if you have to see this live. It, it, See, I interpreted that completely differently from his quote. When he said watch live, I thought he meant watch live as opposed to recording it. No. Like watch live at home. And I was saying, well, in 97, there was no DVR. You could just put your cassette tape in and set your, your VHS gimmick to record it that night. But there was much more live viewing then than now everyone dvrs but that, I, that, that's not what he's talking put that back up, put it that's back up. Not, it's not what he's saying wwe in the middle like most live sports is a show that you need to watch live and not just in terms of television and rights fees but the live events two nights of live events the two nights WrestleMania and everything. So attending, you think he means yes. attending live as yes. opposed to, well, he said watching live. So I thought it meant Why, watching. What's the difference between watching wa in person or watching on TV? I don't I, I went to watch on TV. Yeah. I, it's, and what, what's the difference in me watching? If I, if I didn't watch WrestleMania and I watch it four months later, at the exact same time it would have been on and had no idea that the, and, it, and it says live up in the corner because it, it was at one point live. No, that's bullshit. There's more. 
the second part of the quote deals with the actual programming and the uh, the tenor of the programming. Uh, it says, "Want to bring that up?" Okay. Uh, it's even it's not even comparable to the way it was treated and presented in the Attitude Era. It's not that the women in the Attitude Era couldn't do the things that the women today are doing, but the mindset at the time was the audience does not want to see the women in a cage or a ladder match, and that mindset has had a complete 180 now. Uh, does he go to the... Uh, uh, there's also a quote about the family-friendly viewing now versus what was on television in the... Uh, and, and that, I thought, was the... Uh, okay, here, yeah. Uh, the days of sexually charged... Uh, found itself in the middle of a boom period by doing mostly the opposite. Gone are the days of sexually charged, highly controversial storylines in their place, largely family-friendly programming, is increasingly slipping into the mainstream. Does that include the the 40, or I guess now 51% that's uh, pro-Trump that thinks that he still is the president? Been running it secretly. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I'm just saying that they're, they're factored in. It's it's family friendly. Where they, um, I saw a thing the other day where, the, as far as uh, somebody that was trustworthy, and they had uh, the people had Trump at this is the 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 poll had Trump at seventy one percent trustworthy, their spouse at sixty four, family and friends at like. <laughs> 51 and then their clergy at 42 to trump's what 70 70 71 71 but that he was he was he was the 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 the, the baron of truth that was the standard that so when you have those kind of numbers and then gourds comes and follows it with that I'm thinking. I, I, I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking that 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 Gortz is 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 too left. The last part I read about the uh, family friendly viewing that was that was in the context of the article. That wasn't a quote from him. I just want to put that out there. If anybody is confused about that, but that I didn't realize that was not a quote. Uh, just about the last part about about fam- more how, how family friendly. How, how did that right family now. friendly viewing rock young rock show do? <laughs> what, that, what, what, what young what is, rock? When does season three of that family-friendly show start? But you see, that you have to keep context with this whole discussion. At the time, in the 90s, the Attitude Era, Crash TV, Vince Russo, whatever moniker you want to give it, what moved it, what moved the needle was what popular culture, uh, popular art culture, Tarantino films, grunge music, things had an edge back then. So there's a very different trope that's happening now with politeness and correctness and yeah, because you my can... goddamn Dove soap commercial have skin disorders uh, uh, advertising soap now. I'm, I'm confused by all this. I'm old and, and I'm out of touch. If I was to watch television nowadays, I'm not too sure that I want to see a woman have a ladder match. I just or a cage match. I'm not too sure about that. But I do want to know as much as I can about toenail fungus and any kind of eczema whatsoever, because that just seems to be, that's what's fucking running this fucking country. 
ads have gotten really weird. I'll give you that. When, when, I, when I, you've listen. got when you've got eczema on your elbow, and then they tell you that fucking you can you can get kidney failure from taking the. I think I'm going to take the rash on my elbow over the kit my over kidney. Oh, failure. I love the disclaimers they have to read. Make cause that it's like, like well, you know, I'll, I'll keep the headache, motherfucker. Yeah. Here's something I want to say. There's so many people that are out there right now that suffer from from migraine headaches and headaches, and the next time you get a headache, go to first off, go to the store and buy some Himalaya salt, okay? And take a, a teaspoon of Himalaya salt and put it in four ounces of water, stir it, and drink it. And your headache will probably be gone in 15 minutes because you have a covering that goes over your brain that that um, holds, holds fluid. And if you're dehydrated, it's tight and you get a headache and people think like, well, I'm sitting here drinking water. You could drink all the pH five, 55, all the bullshit you want to. If there's not sodium in that, your body doesn't absorb it. That's why people, they sit there and they drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. And they go, I don't understand why my ankles and feet are so swollen. I drank four course of water today. It's because there wasn't any salt in it. Your body didn't absorb it, and it's just sitting in your system. So it's like, well, all of the hydrating drinks, uh, popular with sports drinks, and uh, we even had a uh, a sponsor on here for a little for a little while that I, I tried the powder that was a high a hydrating um, uh, formula did have a significant sodium content, and I guess usually, that's usually the, like 180, 180 milligrams, right. So I guess that's the that's the deal there. However, to to get back to uh, just for a second here, um, the nowhere in this article did I see a mention of ratings. Now I know it's not a one to one ratio. There's a lot more distraction now. Uh, ratings figures are broken apart not just on network and cable, which is what we were dealing with in 1997. But you've got Netflix and Amazon and every and every other thing pulling attention, uh, YouTube uh, pulling attention from television. So of course nothing's going to get uh, the fives that you know Nitro was getting uh, back in the day. So I get yeah, that. Yeah, but but so, so so but my question is this: so if that's the case, and we we, we say you know. Monday Night Football actually considered moving Monday Night Football to Thursdays because we were doing a solid 10-11 between the two shows. Now, that didn't happen. It was short-lived. But if you went by those kind of numbers, but the WWE was probably worth $20 million back then. Now it's worth $9 billion. So... When you're when you make a comment like it, the business is where it. Guess what, man? Like, you would not believe how advanced Tesla is over the Model T. You know, it's like, come on, man! It's like there are more appendages to the business with social media and streaming oh, wait, and the network. There wasn't, and, there wasn't a. You didn't have an option. 
you were still to get inside uh, cave. You either had to buy uh, a sheet. You either get the observer or the torch, mm-hmm. or you had to get um, at a buck ninety nine a, a minute or ninety nine cents a minute. Hotline get, stuff, yeah, hotline yeah. shit. I mean, it's just you can't compare the two. It was a different time for sure. All right, consider this the uh, high spot of the show, Kevin. It's brought to you by our guy Mickey Ray Sinatra and his get. Blitz lit aid. You're a fan. You've not been you've not been shy about this, that the second order is placed. Um, that's right. This is nano infused Delta 9 THC sip and syrup. And you love you it. Got, yeah, but you gotta do five tablespoons. Don't do <laughs> now YouTube is a buzz with uh no. Listen, Kev's tried that Delta Nine sip and syrup in the sp- in your diet sprite. Diet sprite is the is the gimmick there. It, and the, my favorite, my favorite is the key lime pie and the diet sprite. Key lime pie. All right, I'm going to try one on this next order. I'm going to try it. It's a syrup. You mix it in the beverage like a tea, or they like the white soda. They recommend um, with as little as a teaspoon. Um, it's a fast onset, five to fifteen minutes, because it's nano infused. It means it goes right into your bloodstream. It bypasses breakdown on the liver. It works like alcohol, and it is a tolerance killer. This is not some gas station Delta Eight bullshit. This is the real THC Delta Nine, the THC you get from marijuana. If you're in Maryland, you can visit the Stay Lit Smoke Shop. But for the rest of us, it is legal to ship this from the Get Blitzed websites to all fifty states without a med card, as long as you're over 21, okay? So right now, you're going to save 15% by entering the code CLICK, K-L-I-Q, at checkout. Go to get-blitzed.com, okay? That's get-blitzed, B-L-I-T-Z-E-D.com. Try the Delta 9 THC Sip and Syrup Lit Aid from Get Blitzed at get-blitzed.com. Use the promo code K-L-I-Q. Save that 15%. Let us know how much you love it. All right. I love. Wonderful product. I, we love a good product. We love one that delivers on its promise. And you know what? Maybe if someone was here before and they're not here anymore, maybe they weren't delivering on their product. Maybe. Maybe that's the reason you don't see them anymore. Kevin and I only back reliable products. Hashtag Ask Nash is how you get access to Kevin every week. Like Draven Filth. Who writes, I would like to know the story behind the story of one of the greatest tag team matches in WCW history. Nash and Hall versus the three strippers on Nitro in late 1999. I've never been so sad to see Goldberg in my life. So whose idea, what's the origination of this? And it's just more 90s fun. Gay works. This is 90s fun. I was... uh... Yeah, I was um, chosen along with Dennis Rodman, and we were the masters of ceremony for the erotic, exotic ball at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. So um, the Asian girl is a, she's a, a, a porn star. So I asked her if she would come to Phoenix and, and, and do something on the show I think I'm, I'm there maybe Friday or Saturday night, whatever night. So, so I get travel hooked up for her. I get all of her information. And then the other girl, the other two girls 
Scott met one of them at a, at a strip club. And then the other one was her friend. Yeah, because she brought her husband. The, the friend brought her husband. But Scott didn't allow the husband in the room. <laughs> but uh, so that's how it happened. And we uh, we had a match. You did. You did. Uncaged Rage, listening to the beginning of Click This, and I'm in the music discussion. A two-parter question. Any wrestler you hung out with like new Metal, bands like Static X, Mudvayne, Seven Dust, etc.? And I remember on a 98-99 episode of Raw, Triple H wore a Black Label Society shirt. I don't know if there's a question with that or so I guess one could assume that I know Triple yeah. H is a metal fan. Uh, he's uh No, I, I'm just the other the, there's there's a lot of guys like like it, especially the, the the newer crew. Right. T, uh, the TNA young guys, they all listen to. And uh I think we talked about Triple H was a big Kiss fan, of course uh, Motorhead, we know that. All right. Uh, how about from the live audience? Let's get some people involved. Let's get some folks involved. What do we got here? Uh, Josh, do you have any memorable matches against Terry Funk? Oh, we're we're, we're like we're almost like a generation apart. Right. He was doing all those. He was like when I kind of broke in. And and was making my way up the ladder. He was over in Japan doing those crazy matches with Jack. Right. And with Mick so it was and all just that. it was literally just that one interaction that we saw. Uh, and I had I think I, I think I had a, 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 he, he we had like a little angle in WCW. I think we did something. Uh, oh, like later on in, in indie, like like. I got back like we did did an indie show and then I came back. I don't know if it was Maryland Championship or some place else. Okay. But... okay. Anyone else in the house? Some questions. This is your time. This is your time. Anyone else? Patrick Nevin, Kevin. On a previous episode, you said that T has a comfortable bed. What type of a bed is it? It's a there. It's one of those. Uh... Ther- therapeutic therapeutic whatever the hell it is oh it's the, like the memory like, foam yeah but like the top of the line one like it tempurpedic tempurpedic yeah yeah but it's like the top 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 of the line tempurpedic that's not too soft on your no it's, this has got a it's got a it's a completely different bed like you can kneel on it and your, your knees don't sink into it. I remember the first time that I was ever on one of those, and you go to have sex from behind, and you know, you fucking go, you end up to your fucking hip bones in bed to be like, what the fuck? Right. So, but no, Cause this you're, is because you're sinking. Yeah, but his bed is just, I mean, it's it's a godsend. And I just bought um, new pillows for Tamara and I. Mm-hmm. Um, these neck pillows that were they were pretty expensive, and I've I've, I've had it the last two nights, and 
my my I didn't have nearly the neck pain nor shoulder pain uh, the last two mornings I woke up. All right. Very good. Uh, anyone else in the audience? We'll give a shot to uh, another one. Dave Pennsylvania, our newest member, who says, how has the view been at the putt-putt golf this month? It was, it was, it was funny because, for, for, I mean, after I said that, there was, a, there was a streak of probably 10 days where it was just like, and then the other day I drove by and I don't know if it was Weight Watchers was fucking playing putt-putt. But I mean, it was it was it was slim, slim pickings, and not slim pickings. Yeah, big big pickings, thick pickings. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, listen, we're all different shapes somebody's, and sizes. Yes, somebody's somebody's got to bring those diabetic diabetic numbers up for the country. Oh, let's see. Fernam Schneewitz, Kev, have you ever considered going back to the flat top haircut or growing no. it long like the old days? No. Fernam Schneewitz, my brother, my brother was listening to the show, and Fernam Fernam gets a, gets a lot of questions in. He does. He does. They they're usually pretty good. So I I uh, he, so he my my so into the show. My brother and I had a name when we were young. It was um. We'd always say, uh, you know, when, when somebody would make up, like, you know, and who told you that uh, our friend, Clem DeBorso, and that was our, our ongoing name was Clem DeBorso. So my brother texts me today on my phone. He says, is Schnavitz, uh Show your show's Clem, Clem DeBorso? So... He kind of is, you know, and I guess I was mispronouncing his name for the first few episodes and I got a whole dissertation on the pronunciation of Schnavitz and not Schnavitz, Christ's sake. Peerless Price, I can pronounce that one, ran into Kevin in Detroit in the elevator at the Punch. Thanks for all the places to see in Detroit. We had a great time. Kev, what do you think the Lakers record will be this year? Do you remember him in the elevator? You must have given him some sights to see. He must have asked you. While he's yeah, there, I, I, I give me, but I, I, th- I think he went. He had already went to, um, I think the Institute of Art, and uh, we talked about me, it on air too. Yeah, what do you think the Lakers um, are going to do? I have no. I mean, they'll make the playoffs. First, first yeah. round elimination. It sounds like no. No, fuck. They were Western Conference, Western Conference Finals last year. They're gonna have a better team. Who did they lose? <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody of major significance. Okay, I think they signed that Reeves kid back. Um, it's just to me, it's just right, it just seems at like the odds they, here. Let's see. Let me find them for us here. What the, now, this is for what? A championship? These are, these are the the odds for... What is this for? Uh, NBA championship winner betting odds. All right, let's see. Uh, let's look at... I'm only going to look at the DraftKings column because they're the advertisers. I see some 12, other companies Plus 1,200. There. Plus... Tw- tw- go up. Right there. There. Yeah, okay. Plus so 1,200. 
Golden State, the only one favorite higher at uh, plus 1,300. Okay. All right. Any, uh, let's get uh, some more of the folks that uh, make the trip here every week and uh, are members of ClickThisTV.com's 11 Soft Club. Don't forget, tomorrow night, guys, uh, Tuesday, tomorrow night, Tuesday, if you're listening live on Monday, um, come hang out with Rob and Kevin, myself for some fun discussion. Anybody have anything, Steve-O? What do we got? God, I got a busy week next week. Too hard and fierce. Any upcoming roles? We on the strike, dog. Francis? Yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're on talking strike. about some stuff uh, before uh, before the strike happened, some exciting stuff in development yeah. for Kev, and then the uh, writers and then... I don't even... That's not even... And, it's not even a, a thought. But there's... there's I don't until they would, until until they pay my pay my cohorts what they deserve. Then no, I'm still getting our residuals. I got my pink. I got my pink. Oh check my god! <laughs> I got my pink check Monday. Um, you know, I was at I was at Disney. One of the cool things twenty twenty seven twelve was my pink check. Twenty seven dollars. Twenty-seven twelve was my pink check. Mine was mine was one hundred and twenty-seven. What the fuck? How is that possible? Well, have they did one hundred and fifty fucking movies, TV shows? But you look at the breakdown; it's like you know, twelve two cents, cent, two cents, and yeah, Sweden. exactly. Yeah. That's I said. Horrendous. They used to be in, in the in the mid hundreds. Every time I got a pink one, it was nice. Now they're in the, no. in the single hundreds. Um. Uh, oh, so in a cool thing, I, I was in Disney a few weeks ago, and um, they do a cool thing. They have that pavilion in Epcot by America, and they do um, when they do like the food festival is going on right now, and they have a different act every night play for free, like three shows uh, a day and night, and it's sometimes some retro acts like Boys to Men are always there. Uh, last year, I saw Kenny G, for God's sakes, on the soprano sax, and. Um, so the the month I was in Florida, there weren't very good acts, but the one I was looking forward to was the Bacon Brothers. Kevin Bacon and his brother were going to do their folk songs. So I go to the park that night, and I'm having dinner, and a friend of ours that was also down there texts us. They're like, Kevin ain't playing. The strike. I'm like, but it's a park. I'm like, Disney. Of course, Disney Productions, one of the biggest production companies he's not working for them during uh, the strike so they didn't perform i was talking to sean waltman the other day and he's you know like the rock gave like a million dollars to the screen actors guild and then so, so, so of course you know he kid says yeah but doesn't he have a seven bucks production company like he's a producer you know who is Dwayne? Oh, the oh yeah yeah yeah. He's got a production right. company. I mean, that's he's, true. He's, he does. He's, he's on both. He's, he's on both on sides, both, both sides both of the fence. Sides of it. Yeah. But I heard the, about some interim agreement. What do What do you know about the interim agreement? Anything? I don't know. I watched Perlman and and uh, Martin Sheen on TV last night. Cut promo. So I doesn't seem like anything's Rob, coming. Yeah, Rob Rob Perlman's great. I mean, it, it's just. Yeah, he's kind of moved to the forefront of the uh, yeah 
spokesman role there. I saw yep. what's his name also was pretty vocal. Um, I'm going to forget his name from Breaking Bad, of course. Um, Cranston. Brian Cranston, yes. So I hit yep. a few times at the stump. This is a fine time to remind everyone that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, <clears throat> created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash, copyright 2023, Butch and Sundance Media. Kev, despite the strike, if you want to do another one. Yeah, I got... Um... I got Rob on Tuesday, this on Wednesday, and then I fly Thursday to Austin to do the Galaxy Con. I can't wait to talk to you on Sunday night. Just, just pray I make my flight. <laughs> <laughs>